Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Tomorrow, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Ruben. Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. All right, everybody. A special edition episode of Sister Wives, season 18, episode 3. Oh, my God. Can we believe we're three episodes in already to Sister Wives? Uh, last night's episode, Throwing Stones in Glass Houses. Ooh, it was the fight we were waiting for. The beginning of the official end to Janelle and Cody. So last night's episode, and as always, my Monday special edition Sister Wives episodes. If you don't want spoiler alerts, this is not the episode for you because we talk about everything that has happened in the episode. So three major scenes last night. The first scene in the episode three was Cody meeting up with his guy friends to give him relationship advice. Now... True to Cody, um, the guys didn't really get a word in edgewise, especially the one guy he was sitting next to who was bald. Um, that dude, like, he didn't even say a peep. I'm not sure exactly why he was there. Like, you know, we could have used the microphone on someone else. Oh, wait a second. There was another scene where, ironically, in the number one reality show, because it is, although we'll see another episode in, 
right now, Sister Wives Season 18 is the highest rated reality show on television, higher than any Housewife franchise, higher than any Summer House or any Bravo series. They seem to not be able to give these guys mics. It seems as though lots of times they are shooting on their cell phone and it really doesn't add effect. In fact, it's quite annoying um, because you cannot understand people in pivotal scenes like the one with Cody and his guy friends. So it looked like maybe they were using a boom mic. A boom mic is when it's those mics you've seen in various scenes where they like, it's on a very long pole. They hold it up above the people and it's supposed to catch additional sound when your, you know, mic that they should have all been mic'd up on doesn't catch. But doesn't seem like they microphone anyone on a number one fucking reality show. Sorry, that drives me crazy. So look, I got to give credit to Christine. Christine was right. Cody said, oh, I'm going to go to therapy. Then instead of going to therapy, last night's opener, he sits down with three of his guy friends and he essentially says, you know, well, if I could do things differently with Christine when she came to me at a moment years ago and she said, I hate polygamy. I hate a polygamy household. And of course, we know from Christine's side, that's because uh, Christine has been doing all the work. She essentially says in last night's episode that she is the head of her household, has been for a long time, because when the kids had issues or when she had issues, Cody was not there. He was with Robin and his children with Robin. And so therefore, Christine became the leader of her own family. Um, Cody says, you know, in hindsight, when she came to me and said that, I should have said, you know what, dear, I know how hard it is. I love you. I hear you. But instead, I just ignored her. Um, and yet, you know, it, the light bulb does not go off for Cody that, <laughs> you know, he's done that numerous times. Last night's episode, for you like OG fans, this isn't anything new. But last night's episode, I think, highlighted every narcissistic point that Cody has. Cody is probably the most outwardly narcissistic reality personality that you have on television. While many reality stars, I think you could argue in New Jersey or Salt Lake or Atlanta are narcissists, Cody's the most obvious one and probably the least self-aware. So he has this scene with his guy friends where, and he also says, and I feel like this is good foreshadowing. I'll be curious to see if you guys think it too. He says, I don't think I'm going to be upset if Christine finds someone. Now, of course, in real life, I, I do think they have a major issue. I know people come at me and they're like, Sarah, you're full of shit. You, you say this show is in trouble, but it's number one. It is number one. I just maybe it will continue to be, but I I don't see how they're going to continue to have this show. I mean, Cody is so unlikable. Robin is so unlikable. Um, I feel like they have to they have to have a spinoff at this point. They have to, and and eventually, Sister Wives sails off into the sunset. I I just feel like where do you go with Cody? There's no self awareness. I mean, I actually wonder, do you think TLC Network pays these people to not go to therapy? I mean, I kind of wonder that. I almost wonder if they're like, you know what? Go to therapy after season 22, you know, <laughs> because the fights that these guys have are so, uh, to me, these are almost fights that a lot of people I feel like have prior to being married. They all did get married. They've been all married for like over 20-something years. So they were all a lot younger then. But they, they just seem like such juvenile fights. They seem 
like even Janelle, I mean, even I'm kind of, I was kind of shocked with that scene with Janelle where they, they have the huge fight. Um, because I would think after all these years, and I, I know, I think Janelle just wants to stand up for herself and get her point in, but you know, they don't hear each other at all. They don't hear each other. I'm surprised that Janelle hasn't tried like a different way to get through to a narcissist or even address the elephant in the room that this man's a narcissist. I'm getting help to deal with it. That's what I'm saying. I just think TLC pays them to not have therapy or maybe not mention they're in therapy because these things seem quite obvious, I think, to us, the audience. So we go through that friend meeting with the guys where he's like bonding with them instead of actually going to real therapy. Uh, They call it Testosterone Tuesdays. At least that's what um, Janelle says that they used to call it when Cody would have his dude time. Um, And so he he has that moment. He, He seems like he's trying to work through his anger with Christine, although we know, you know, um, that's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, Robin describes him in last night's episode as being on the Cody coaster. One minute he's okay, then he's angry, then he's lost, then he's back to being fine. Um, so they're giving him his due time testosterone Tuesdays where Cody goes and bonds with the guys. Um how about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. I call him the Nozempic Ben-On-Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. And a lot of people feel in that coming up, you know, the next scene we see, part two of last night's episode, is the infamous Janelle scene where they are at her apartment and they're trying to resolve what they're going to do for the Christmas holiday. I thought this was going to be saved till the end. Interestingly enough, they did not. Um, It's the middle of the show and it's most of last night's show. A lot of people think that Cody is trying to go for an Emmy here. I don't know what the reality show equivalent of an Emmy is, um, 
but he was very dramatic in everything he did in his drinking of his tea, of the water, of the, oh, he said gaslight a hundred times that Janelle was gaslighting him. Um, And, you know, and this is where I feel like it is a little weird because he reversed it too late, right? But we know that Janelle and Christine's kids are not going to spend the Christmas holiday with Robin and Cody and the entire family because Cody wanted an apology from his sons with Janelle over their, you know, what Cody considers flippant behavior during COVID, that they went out with their friends, they chose to go out, and it's like, yeah, they're not in the group that was affected by COVID and um, a lot of 20 year olds were doing that. And now in hindsight, we realize like, yeah, you should, you know, get the vaccine if you want it. If you don't, don't get it. So, but fine. That was obviously his thing. And at the last minute, he changes his mind and says he doesn't want an apology from the boys. He just wants a conversation, but he won't reach out to them. I agree with Christine, although I just felt like, or sorry, Janelle, I just felt like that argument, it got so bogged down in Janelle being like, you want an apology from them. And then he did say he changed his mind and he doesn't. So it's like, is Janelle not hearing him or is Janelle still stuck on the apology at all? Like it's, it's almost frustrating that these people don't have some sort of mediator because there just never gets to be any resolution. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm like, how many more seasons can we watch them all fight and nobody have a moment of like breakthrough, you know? I mean, maybe we're going to get breakthrough at the end of this season. It just certainly doesn't seem like it from online. Because online, we know Christine, I mean, Christine's engaged, has moved in with David Woolley. They bought like a brand new house. They're like building a house, everything. I mean, Janelle, I don't know what Janelle's going to do. I I mean, that part to me was one of the most interesting parts of last night was when Janelle realizes when Cody walks out that door, um, you know, when they, they have a huge fight on her sofa, they can't come to any resolution. Uh, Janelle and her boys and kids are not going to go see Cody. Um, Cody feels like he's being gaslit the whole time. Janelle's like, you've called me names over the years. You've made it ridiculous. Um, you know, Cody's trying to throw it back on her. I mean, he has no self-awareness whatsoever. Um, when he leaves, you know, you're like, you, you rec- she recognizes that this is the end, right? Because she's talking about Coyote Pass, that her money is tied up in Coyote Pass. And it sounds like Janelle has made a, a lot of payments towards the mortgage of Coyote Pass because they had a mortgage on it to save it. And she's like, what am I going to do? I'm really screwed. And she's like, I could talk to a couple of people like Christine. I'm like, how about a lawyer? Like, I mean, (laughs) like, why aren't we seeing the scenes of them, like, of Janelle secretly calling an attorney? I also, does anybody else, I want documentation. Janelle says to Cody in their big fight together, you haven't called me in 10 days. I don't you want to see, like, I almost want to see, that's where... I'd be fine with if she used her cell phone or they used shitty cameras on this number one reality show. I would like to see day after day. Does Cody really never text his wife? Never calls? Like that I actually want to see documented. Because right now, it's her word against his. Now, I do do believe Janelle over Cody, to be honest. But I'm like, let's see how lack, like I want to see it documented, his lack of interest. I also thought it was very interesting in that scene. After he leaves, they basically tell each other to fuck themselves and he leaves. She goes, all right, camera's down. Now, that's interesting to me. I mean, 
Has the Brown family, after 18 seasons, I mean, have they negotiated? Are they like the like Chris Jenner? I mean, Chris Jenner helps edit the Kardashians. I mean, you see what Chris and Kim want you to see. So is that where the Brown family's at? In one way, great. Good for them. In the other way, I go back to, I feel like this entire season, there's nobody likable. I mean, Janelle and Christine are very likable. But there's nothing humorous about this show. There's nothing. It's just, it's very intense. It's hard to watch. It's a little bit boring. Everybody was bored with episode two with the Aurora ear piercing. People are like, if this is all we're going to get, how is this a show? And here we are. A most interesting moments would have been Janelle reflecting on that fight, but she said cameras down. They turned cameras down. Now, a lot of people are also saying they didn't anticipate that fight to be as intense as it was between Cody and um, Janelle. So, I mean, I thought it was intense. I didn't think it was like Real Housewives. I'm throwing a, you know, a, a glass of wine in your face. I mean, that would have been intense. That would have been real intense. Um, also in that scene, does it look like Cody's wearing a Rolex watch? That's neither here nor there. Everybody's entitled to a Rolex. But I just was like, hmm. Because, you know, that goes to the whole thing where Gwendolyn on her YouTube, her subscription-only YouTube, says that they're like, Robin and Cody are terrible with money. And I'm like, is dude wearing a $14,000 watch? Mm. Mm. But I, I swear, I think that they pay him to not go to therapy. Uh Okay, let me thank a quick sponsor, and then we'll get into the third scene, which was Mary and Robin. And that was also a really interesting scene because Robin seems like she dropped a big hint that she does not really want to have Christmas with the other kids. Uh, Little Spoon, you guys, thank you for listening to this episode. It is brought to you by Little Spoon. I love when you frequent my sponsors. This is my full-time gig, and every time you buy from one of my sponsors, you help me and the show immensely so I can continue to give you free content nonstop. Um, Little Spoon is a food subscription service for babies all the way to young kids, all the way up to eight, nine-year-olds. And the food is delivered to your house. I'm a huge subscription box fan when it comes to meal prep because it saves you so much time. And the thing about Little Spoon is it's affordable and also it you know where the source of the food comes from. A lot of it's organic, it's healthy. They have different stages. Baby blends, or fresh organic baby food for single ingredients to multi-textured purees, biteables or transition to table early finger food meals, plates or toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and taste amazing and think like chicken nuggets and adventurous eats like pot stickers, gnocchi, and more. Did I mention it all comes right to your door? So flexible, so easy. Everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. I pick the menu and change up what I order every time. The price is right and the quality is unmatched. I love it. My kids love it. grandparents love it too. It's a huge win-win um, for your family. And of course, mine, KJ gets the smoothies. He gets a subscription and loves it. Here's the deal. Make this year's back-to-school chaos a little bit more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks your kids will love. Go to littlespoon.com TSFS and enter my code TSFS at checkout to get 30% off your first order. Little Spoon. L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N dot com slash T-S-F-S. Enter code T-S-F-S for 30% off at checkout. The third scene of last night's episode, Glass Houses, 
was Cody at Robin's house with Mary discussing what they're going to do for Christmas. Um, again, the show is like so behind the main timeline. This was last Christmas, Christmas of 2022. Y'all, we are now in September of 2023. Again, for number one show, I feel like, uh, I just feel like they're so far behind. I, I, I'm not sure how you guys are feeling. Are you still feeling like watching? A lot of people, I'm getting messages that people are like, God, season 14, 15, 16 were so much better. It's jumped the shark. They're so far behind. I know what's happening in the tabloids with this show. I agree. I agree. Maybe because I follow it for a living, it's it's hard to watch because this seems so behind. But we're going to see them celebrate Christmas on episode four. And the final scene is them talking about who's going to be invited. And we know for years that Mary did the Christmas Eve. Mary would make the kids homemade pajamas before there was like 24 of them. Um, she would always have them over to her house. Like Mary found so much joy in it. And now there's not a lot of joy because nobody is really getting along. And a lot of the kids don't have a relationship really with Cody. So Mary's like, I'm not really sure who to invite to Robin and Cody. Should I invite everybody? I don't think I'm going to invite everyone because you guys aren't speaking. And Robin quickly jumps in and goes, no, no, I, I don't think that would be a good idea. And then they go to the confessional and Robin says, I don't think it would be a good idea because it's it, it could blow up into a big fight and that wouldn't be right. And it's like, Robin, maybe you guys need a big fight. Kind of seems like you do. Maybe if you all got in one room and really talked, like you guys could just like have it out and things would be a little bit better. Am I wrong? So uh, people always say to me, you know, Robin's so manipulative. That was like kind of the first moment for me. I was like, mm, that seems a little like because you would think that Robin would jump in with these women that she has been sister wives with for 20 years, two decades. She'd be calling them up. And I guess I want to see more of that. Is Robin calling them up or no? Now, obviously, Robin has a bit of a relationship with Mary. Mary's sort of their last ally, which is interesting because we know last season, Cody said flat out, I'm not attracted to Mary. I, I wouldn't I don't even really consider her a wife. Thanks. Uh, but Mary is stuck around. Although Mary's having this beautiful resurgence on TikTok. She's on TikTok listening to Mel Robbins and like loving her life. So, okay, Mary, like get it, Mayor. She ain't even really part of the family anymore either. So, of course, we know that split is going to be coming. But for now, we see them trying to work it out. And we know that Janelle and Christine are going to have their own Christmas in their Airbnb. And we are teased as to next episode. Dun, dun, dun. Will any of those kids from Janelle Christine's camp actually see Robin and Cody? And I think the answer is probably going to be no. Again, I just want to get more into the nitty gritty of this. I really do. I feel like I know they're trying to keep it civil, but your kids are all adults. You guys are already headed for divorce. Like, when are we going to get down to the nitty gritty nasty? Just me. I want the nitty gritty nasty. Um, so I kind of, I thought episode two was a lot better. I thought it was a lot more intense. The fight that we were all waiting for last night, it was, that was good. That was good. Um, I thought, you know, Janelle got a lot of punches in there. And I just, I, you can't get a word in with Cody edgewise, with being such a narcissist. That's like the hard part. I'm like, are we going to continue to see these fights? <sighs> Y'all were right. I do think Christine and Janelle are getting that spin off. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. 
Um, what did you think of last night's episode? You can always join the conversation on my TikTok at the Sarah Fraser Show, on my Instagram at the Sarah Fraser Show. Did anything else stick out to you last night? There was some really good. Um, the Cody coaster was such a good line. Um, Cody loves to give the analogy of being stabbed, a knife in the kidneys, Christine leaving a knife to the heart. I mean, he really loves to give a lot of analogies of things stabbing him, um, which I think plays into why he always wants you to feel like he's the victim. And it's it's the irony is, right, nobody thinks he's the victim. Like, nobody thinks he's the victim. And now he teases, you know, for episode four, he's like, people already think I'm evil, and maybe I ought to become the evil villain they think I am. And it's like, dude, you are... Cody loves him some TV time. But how much longer... I mean, are people going to watch that? I guess they are because they're going to audition more sister wives. So could we see other women in the mix? And what would that be like? All right. uh, Brand new episode, guys. Tomorrow on the Sarah Fraser Show, David Yontif from Behind the Velvet Rope. I team up with him twice a week. Sadly, he and Kim D from Real Housewives of New Jersey, former cast member, they are no longer podcasting together. There's been huge drama with their split because they were together for a long time. They had a very thriving Patreon. And people have come for me and they've said, is David paying you? You are so talented. What is David doing? Is he paying you? I'm doing a special episode tomorrow about David Yontif. Uh, does he pay me? And what my relationship has been like because um, he and Kim D, have, they've both shared their truth and now I'm getting dragged into it. So that's tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye.